This is a podcast from BBC Worldwide, who help fund new BBC programmes. Wow. Whoa. Oh my gosh. We should definitely talk about we all of that. Should. Ghosts, superheroes, America. Uh, make sure you've watched The Return of Doctor Mysterio, because we are going to be talking about everything in it, so there will definitely be spoilers ahead. Oh yes. This is The Fan Show. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas and welcome to The Fan Show. I'm Crystal D. And I'm Luke Spillan. And you join us here on the planet Festivus 4, which is the Christmas planet uh, invented by showrunners. Yeah, the <laughs> snow snows upwards and it's Christmas Day every day and we, we come here every year for our Fan Show holiday oh, break. Oh yes, oh yes. So, the return of Doctor Mysterio, how good was that? So <laughs> much fun, I loved so it. I think fun. it might have been one of my favourites in years. Yeah, same. It was just such a proper Christmas Day yeah. special, like it was... One of my favourites is Voyage of the Damned, like disaster movie. I quite like watching, like for me, Christmas films is like whether it's Die Hard or Star Wars or like things that don't mm -hmm. actually have Christmas in them. And this kind of felt like that. It had a subtle Christmas going on, but it just yeah. felt so perfect. It was so action-packed. Action-packed, like exactly. Was and I think, yeah, there was, n there was never a dull moment. It nope. was every single second was yep. just so exciting. Yeah. Superheroes. So we finally got Doctor Who does superheroes. Now, I'm not the hugest expert on superheroes. I know right. what a Superman is. I know what a Spider-Man is. Yeah, <laughs> but um, in a lineup. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you are a big fan of superheroes. You, you've seen the comics, like you've seen a lot of films. Yes. Yep. So, like, how was this for you in terms of uh, superhero story? You can enjoy it if you don't know about yeah. superheroes. You kind of you just superhero concept. That's it. Like, you, that's all you need to know. But also, if you are a fan, like the stuff that is in it, in it like the influences and the references and stuff. I was like going like, to say, like, was there like a lot of references that you spotted? Like, so many. Fan? Like, even if it's just like Grant's bedroom wall, and you can see like Batman next to a Spider-Man mm. poster. Like, you know, these are true comic book fans who actually like DC and Marvel and then there's like a Defenders poster and and then like lines from Spider-Man like with great power comes great mm. responsibility like you've got like the whole thing has a very sort of like Christopher Reeve Superman feel about it like Lois Lane and Superman meeting on the balcony the ghost and Lucy and the whole like swapping between your superhero identity and your real life identity mm. like even like even one of my favorite versions of superman lois and clark like the hit 90s television show <laughs> this felt it kind of had that real sort of domestic superhero feel about it the whole like yeah. aesthetic of new york was actually quite yeah. modern marvel film coupled with like all the sort of current dc television shows it had so many yeah. references and nods to like yeah. all the different ones i think if you know them all there's just so much in it to enjoy yeah. but nevertheless if you don't mm. it's still just a sort of fun, action-packed superhero romp for 60 minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I guess like it's worth talking about the look and the style, which you touched on mm. briefly, because I think even stylistically, um, they've made it look like an American yeah. superhero sort yeah. of TV show, down to the amazing um, split-screen sequence that we had, which where yeah, you had like... Yeah, like, comic book panels. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and all fantastic. of that, which um, to me, like this episode looks so much un like so unlike any mm. of the other Doctor Who episodes yeah. in the way that it was lit and the way that uh, it was shot and the setting and the um, the, the the sets that they used, which I believe yeah. is in um, Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Yeah, they which, shot the New York externals I mean, in Bulgaria. How cool is that? Like on an amazing New York set. Like mm -hmm. yeah, it, it looks the part. That's the great thing. It like it looks like a it looks like a, another spin-off from the like the CW DC television mm. shows. It looks like a comic book film with the whole like comic book panels, the Hulk 
the original Hulk film from a few years ago did it, where it was lots of like panning out of panels and going back in. I love that, and they're on the phone, and like the Doctor and Grant are stepping in front of the panel. It looks so good. Yeah. I really loved all that. And I think it has so much to. Fun. Doctor Who was having Doctor Who was having fun with it. Like yeah. it wasn't doing superhero and taking itself too seriously. No. It was going, let's have fun with this. Which so it should, because when it does genre yeah. hop and and does it something completely different for sixty minutes, I love it. When the show I think does that. yeah, I think it's a good it, it, it's a good balance of having fun with it, but also. Mm. It does look good. Well, speaking of the ghost in particular, I mean, I really enjoyed the costume. Yeah. As someone who loves like cosplay and stuff, yeah. um, it was just so great to see this uh, this amazing like like exactly like the costumes that you see in these big superhero films, like yeah. just look really shiny and like you you feel like that you know it has a lot of weight to it. And, yeah. and I mean, but I'm it, sure in rea in reality it's probably quite light you know lightweight material, yeah. but it lo on screen it just looks so good. What I liked about the ghost costume particularly is that, it, it, again, it's it, Doctor Who didn't take the superhero thing too seriously and it has mm. fun with that. So he looks like a fun superhero. You know, he's he got does, a big yeah. letter and his like a big G for ghost like on his chest and <laughs> it's all like a silly mask and his hair's all slicked back and a big coat. So Very it's a good combination of like a sort of colour aesthetic of modern sort of like darker costumes and a bit more gritty and real, but then also just like outright silly and fun. Because he's which also... Which I really like. Yeah, yeah, because I, I mean, he strikes me as a... a Robin type, even, yeah, though, yeah, yeah, even yeah. though he's a superhero, yeah. he's just really quite gentle and yeah. quite like he won't. He says his first one of his first lines is that you know he won't cause sort of like massive amounts of harm or damage, but yeah, like yeah. he's fine with a few injuries, but he's not actually going to go around like you know. And he's he's not dark like Batman, mm. even though he wears like a black costume. Well, what I really like about the ghost is that actually he's a real person because I mean you establish that he's very much a kid who loves superheroes which is a great origin story mm. for a superhero I love that and then as he grows up you kind of find that he's actually very much kind of normal very much playing the part of superhero a lot of these superhero films it's very much kind of you know it's all about this sort of uh, motivation that's made them who they want to be yeah, but actually yeah. he just kind of wants to be a superhero but very grounded so you know you do end up with lines like you know yeah make sure you get a <laughs> smoke detector and he's very kind of yeah. realistic in the way he deals with things he but at the same yeah. time that fun element of the ghost comes from the fact that he is just like I'm a superhero yeah. and I get all my hair slicked back and I've got a cloak and yeah. so it's that good combination of, of both it's that I really like, like it's like the little boy Grant is sort of playing out like yeah, his yeah, own yeah. Yeah, kind of like how maybe as a kid like pretending to be a superhero yeah, totally. as an adult is he's doing exactly that I totally think. Yeah, he gets to yeah. be his hero yeah. that's that's why the ghost has fun being yeah. that superhero I think uh, I loved seeing the Harmony Shoal again after oh last my gosh. year with that amazing the, effect yeah. again I loved that last yeah. year in the Husbands of River songs it was so good to see that I, the second yeah, his head started yeah. slipping I was like oh and I did wonder if we would see them again yeah and uh, it was I great. I mean, when to we saw that building that said Harmony Shoal again, I was like, hang on a yeah, minute. What's this? What's this? Because I think, like, mainly because the effect is so good. It's, like, so, it's so good. So it's that combination gruesome. of, like, CG keeping the actor's face, but then with the actual, such, such a physical and yeah. tangible prosthetic that has this head just plopping over. And I think Stephen had a lot more fun with it this time, just, like, writing the character, like, still stood there with his head just <laughs> open holding a gun. There were just, like, these brilliant shots. And That's I love. Like what? I mean, why not keep the gun in your pocket? Like, oh yeah, also <laughs> storing a gun in your head. Like, literally, the man is wearing a suit. Like, he could put I that mean, anywhere, and he's just like popping. Just, like, I understand, like you know, valuable possessions. <laughs> you know, like in Husband's River Song, <clears throat> yeah, thingy, yeah. you know, has access to lots of money or something. Yeah. But like, your gun. Yeah. Like, I think it's just showing off. Yeah. I think I think they just enjoy it because they enjoy oh, yeah. like freaking people out with. That. I mean, I would be freaked out. Yeah. I mean, they they. <laughs> 
Doing something like that makes them a very stereotypical villain. The fact that they can just pop their head open and the fact that they have a evil skyscraper base yeah. in every city in the world. Like it's so, they're so playing yeah. at being a brilliant villain. Yeah. It's even like the whole like brain chamber that looks like- That was great until until the brain had eyes. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much fun. Again, that reminded I, me. I of mean, the I did love it, but the, yeah, it reminded just, me. It was very kind of actual was, Mysterio in Marvel. There's like a brain with art yeah. and the eyes. It just kind but of. It was so. It was. It was so dark and like like mysterious. And then these eyes just go. Oh, no, it was fun. It was fun. I loved it. All all this special was missing was a giant brain with eyes in it. That's, that's oh, how well, this should have sequel. ended. Like sequel. A Definitely. giant brain in a chamber with eyes. And you go, welcome, doctor. Like, that's, that's the only thing this special was missing. No, I that, love that's that. That's true. That's I think that's true. all very fun. No, I love the harmony yeah. show. Will we see them again? I wonder, because that was... Mm. Is the end leading into kind of well, and yes. the fact that we've seen them in two Christmas specials yes, now is because that going somewhere? At the end, mm. uh, we we see Unit, which was great. Unit back, yep. always always a pleasure to American see Unit. Unit. Uh, American Unit. I think Osgood got a reference. Yep, Osgood got a shout out. Amazing. Um, but one of the soldiers had uh, the scar across yep. his face, and he looks really sinister at the end. So um, if we've got one of the brain people infiltrating Unit, then that's not good. I'm looking forward to next year's episode, the Harmony Shoal Invasion <laughs> and the Harmony Shoal Inversion. Yes, yes. That'd be me. And, and we'll have an epic speech. Yes. As yeah. well. Yeah. With lots of brain puns. Yes. Like, you know, you have to stay open-minded and... Series 10. And uh, you have to get ahead in business. Why are we not writing <laughs> Series 10? <laughs> I don't know why Stephen hasn't asked us to. I know, God. I know. Come on, we've got the idea, yeah. Stephen. Yeah. There might be reused ideas with yeah. good puns in them, but... Mm. I'll tell you who I quite liked. Go on, who do you quite like? <laughs> um, Dr. Sim. Dr. Sim, yeah, yeah. Um, because uh, he was such a... He, he played such a good villain. Yeah. But not only that, it was all of the effects leading up to him getting the brain switch with the, with the eyes. Yeah. Oh yeah, his eyes sort of like bleeding and red and, and blue. And everything like that. And I just yeah, thought it yeah. was so it was so gruesome and actually quite scary. I yeah. don't know. I just thought and I thought I thought the actor, um uh I think the the casting choice was really good because yeah, he's got this, quite an interesting face and yeah. the voice as well. I think again um, with, with Doctor Sim, I think very much uh conscious decisions. Justin Chatwin as the ghost, great as Grant. Yeah. Feels like he would be genuinely cast in an American superhero yeah. show. The same with Doctor Sim. He very much feels like a villain that would very, be in an Avengers film yes, or a television show or, James or whatever. Bond or something. He very feels, stereotypical. Yeah, I think. but it it yeah. feels right, and I think he did a great job. Yeah. It was it was I, I think very so. good. And then even his demise at the end, when you see in his the brains left his oh, oh. god like. Oh, she's straight in the eyes, and it's I just like, oh, no, I one's, no I one's at home. I couldn't work at unit. I just, oh, I couldn't, couldn't like, I, I just like, I mean. You would not pass probation. I would not. Crystal, we've got an empty head on level four. <laughs> 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 that would, that would basically No, can't do, <laughs> can't do it. Can't do it. Can't look at it, no. Um, You'd be great yeah. in HR though. You could work in HR yeah. unit. Maybe just not, not ops. Just not, just not ops or not like first aid or not something. Not on the groundwork, like, no. no. But not only does this episode borrow from superheroes, this episode is basically a rom-com. It's yes. Love Actually in Space. Yep, yep. Isn't it? Yep, you've got the two tales of Grant and Lucy and the ghost and Lucy. The and you've got the, lo the, the love story yeah, where, yeah, yeah. you know, um, Lucy, you know, uh, Grant Grant really likes Lucy. Lucy doesn't like Grant, but then works out that actually she really does yeah. love Grant. And then and she fancies Grant more than she likes the, the ghost. And then, you know, poor, poor Doctor is left you know, yeah. is very, very sad at the end where he's sort of left like with 
on his own. Yeah. He's lost with a song. Yeah. And uh, he's basically, if you've seen Love Actually, he is basically playing the Emma Thompson role. <laughs> yes, he so is. And he I'm half expecting actually, him to come out with his, yeah, you know... Put on a bit of Joni Mitchell, off to the TARDIS, <laughs> I'll be popped, few tears, yeah. He's so he's, is. He's got yeah, it's so true. You know, Once you take the superhero yeah. thing out of it, like, as much as having fun, there's... The heart of this is that love Definitely. story. I think Stephen has so much fun telling that story as mm. well because you've got the superhero element thrown yeah. into it. Like the whole sequence of, you know, Grant having to throw between oh being gosh. the ghost on the phone, but then also floppy haired, you know, pushing up the glasses. Grant, you know, it's that real yeah. fun. It's like Stephen coming back into like when he was writing Coupling and it was sort of this yeah, brilliant yeah. sort of like sitcom, uh, you know, the hilarity ensues mm. out of, you know, awkward event like... It, it, he was writing that again. Yeah. It felt so funny, but pleasing to yeah. watch. And yeah, you've got I characters agree. like uh, uh, Charity Waitful playing Lucy, yeah. who just is gorgeous and brilliant and likable. And it's mm. just like this amazing single mum, but also reporter and also yeah. super, super clever, susses out the doctor like that. Yeah. I, I love it. I yeah. love that, that relationship at the yes. heart of it. it was brilliant. Yes. We have to talk about Nardole. Yes. Because he was so... Funny, he like stole so funny. The show. He did for me. He was so 100%, 100%. good. Hundred percent. And I comes think comes out of nowhere. He comes out of nowhere. And I think, to be fair, I think a lot of fans didn't see this coming. Yeah. I really wasn't sure what to yeah. expect from Nardole, and he has absolutely exceeded my expectations. Yeah. He is so funny, and and I just I can't wait to see more. I think it's a relationship we only get every so often in the Tardis team, whether it's you know whether it's with your robot dog characters yeah. or whether it's with, yes. well, your robot dog characters, I mean, like Arthur Darville playing Rory, kind of the fun element of that, mm -hmm. like Mickey, literally canine. This feels so yeah. much fun. It just feels like they're having fun together. Well, we're having fun watching them be together. Yeah. And I thought Matt Lucas just gave such a uh, subtle and perfect <laughs> Hello. Subtle, but also Hello, not subtle, but just yeah, <laughs> little lines genuinely that that cracks us up. Just the dog, just all of them being like the ghost, yeah. and then just Nardog going, Hello, the ghost. Hello, the ghost. <laughs> like, just, I love him, and I want to see his reaction to yeah. everything. I want to yeah. see how he reacts to Daleks, to Missy, yeah. to yeah. whatever. I cannot wait to see exactly. more of him. I love him. I love he, him. He's great, and I think he is such a great contrast, but also compliments yeah, yeah. the Doctor. Yeah, I think, well, I think that his marries character together. needs it. Yeah, that marries together well. And you see, because I really liked how he was just thrown in there. I think the Doctor's put him back together because he's lonely and kind of is yeah. looking after Nardole, but actually Nardole's looking after the Doctor. Exactly, which you we've do seen see in that. The, yeah. Like, Nardole's just piloting the TARDIS. Yeah. It's almost like he's the closest to a sort of fully, like, he's like a robot companion in a yeah. way, but with... And I think it's it's nice Humor. to have somebody else who does have an active role and yeah. actually challenge him, point things out to him. Yeah. Because I think later on when we see Bill, and we will talk about this later on yeah, because yeah, we've yeah. seen a, a little clip of Bill yeah. now uh, with the trailer. Very exciting. Um, when Bill comes into it, who is going to be brand new, yeah. is going to be wide-eyed, is going to be looking at stuff for the very first Completely time. new to that world. New to that world. Yeah. It's so it is going to be so great, I think, to have this this trio. Yeah. I think. Um, well, I think the thing that when that in that aspect works well is that Nardole's not at any point going, oh well, obviously it's because of this. He's he's not, you know, he, he knows of this world and knows yeah. kind of what's going on, but at the same time doesn't, and that makes it funny, you know, like heating up milk and just like his reactions to very human. I things think that's what works really well because uh, I think if it was a human who know who who knew a lot. Yeah. yeah. And I think. 
backtracking here. You might have seen that quite you a bit. You might have seen that before. quite a bit in the past. Nardol really gets away with it because he is not of this world. Yeah. So you accept that he, he, he maybe has a lot more knowledge than, yeah. than most, um, but he gets away with it because he doesn't necessarily know that much about yeah. humans. And, yeah. and, and so you do get these great moments where he's sitting in the corner of the room playing on a yeah, kid's on toy. Yeah, kid's toy. Like, <laughs> so and horrible. actually, Matt is stealing every yes, shot from me. Nardole yes, is so entertaining yes. to watch. I love, I, agree. I love watching him. And then also like the fact that not, sometimes nothing needs to be said, but little things like the doctor like pushing the dematerialization yeah. Uh, lever and then like, Nardole pulling it back. Yeah. Like Nardole's got a sense of control in the TARDIS, and yeah. that to me, little moments like that, says a lot about their relationship. Because we're coming into this, we've not seen the Doctor welcoming him on the TARDIS. If anything, we're like anybody else who's just watching this on Christmas Day and going, so which Doctor is this and what companion? Like yeah. this is just a brand new companion yeah. that even Doctor Who fans have not seen introduced. Yeah, and, and sometimes it's passed it, in between. But enough so you, is said you, you, that you, you know, and then also the fun element of Nardo going, oh yes, I got a little distracted. Yeah. I seemed to be in Constantinople for a couple of days. Yeah. Like, that's a that's the spin-off we want to see. I want to see <laughs> that. Uh, I want to see Nardo oh travelling around the TARDIS. <gasps> Constantinople. Constantinople. Boom. 2017. Done. That's the next spin-off. Done. Well, as I've said previously on the fan show, uh, when we went to the read-through for this episode, mm. I thought that uh, Nardo um, was was a great compliment for the Doctor. Yeah. Compliments the Doctor really well. Yeah, that he's a double team. Great double team. And I think the Doctor being quite stern at times, although in this episode, a lot more lighter and funnier yeah. than, than he has been in the past. We were here last year when we watched The Husbands of River Song going, he's the Doctor yeah. again. Like, he's become yeah. the Doctor again. This is so much fun. Well, he has been on this journey, and I think, from Series 8 to Series totally 9 to now. Yeah. And, and, but I thought, you know, as soon as the episode started and we saw him dangling at the window, yeah. climbing through, he's yeah. waving his Sonic about every second. I mean, like, before the opening yeah. titles, we saw the Sonic at least twice. He's using this all he's the time. Actually, he's great. using it now. And, and like, that makes him, doctor, it's like the silhouette, the, isn't it? The like, Doctor's back. I mean, yeah. I mean, in my eyes, you know, the Doctor, the doctor that I sort of you know fell in love with uh, in love with when i first discovered doctor who was this mad running Warm around alien alien with a sonnet screwdriver yeah. to fix things and the doctor is back this yeah. sort of hero he's not a hero i know but this this person that you sort of love to watch is yeah. back i, I thought i thought peter was fantastic yeah. in this episode he's just having fun and running around and being the most doctorish and I, I love it it's absolutely it's just so entertaining to watch again it's kind of you know yeah. you're not you're not hurting for the doctor you're not although you are at the end you are at the end but that's kind of it's a different it's a di you know the doctor's sad now it's not like he's going through a trauma or anything he's you're just you feel for him again mm. in that old way that I kind of but feel you like we always feel like yes you you always feel for him i feel like this may be the last time that we I think we get a bit of closure at the end of this episode because I yeah. feel like we are now gearing up to a new series so yeah. I feel like you know it was nice to reference River Song again yeah. once more but I feel like okay that's that that's I presume yeah, as an epilogue now. to I mean, the 24 think, years that he spent with yes. River Song it was a nice yes. kind of way of going he's a little bit sad and he was a little bit lonely because yeah. um, she's gone now but yeah. it was so yeah. good to just see him having fun and being being brilliant, even stuff like him being very kind of paternal with Grant, with little that was Grant, lovely. that was really yeah. nice. Like him coming in at the beginning and and being this sort of like 
warm Father Christmas yeah grandfather sort of yeah. father figure uh, to grant in that first scene mm. and then later on as you see him growing up through his teenage years you know chatting to him in the high mm. school corridor yep. and uh, pulling him down <laughs> as he's getting excited about about uh, about lucy like that. Yeah, yeah i love yeah. all that i thought that yeah. relationship works yeah. really well and i've and always he's very thought warm again so he's warm nice again because i've always thought I've always thought the doctor should be, should be warm. I mean, yeah. I know, I know, you know, the doctor changes, you know, from, yeah, yeah. from, from regeneration to regeneration. But yep. one of the things I missed, I have to say, when, when this doctor first appeared was how... That warmth sometimes. It was that warmth yeah, just yeah, wasn't yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I think in series eight, it certainly wasn't there. And I know it was part of looking back now, I think, it, you know, it's great. It was great to experiment with the darker doctor. But I think, um, you know, the warmth just suits this doctor. Yeah, totally. And also, you know, I have to say, Peter Capaldi as a person is so warm and lovely. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and it's lovely to see more of him, he's I think, come of, through. He's seeing more of himself in more the doctor More of now. himself. Yeah, yeah. I felt Which like with, really well. with, with the Series 8 Doctor and, and, and some of the Series 9 Doctor, um, it was definitely a, a different character, mm. very different character that he was playing. But but now I think it's more in line with actually, actually what he's like. Yeah, totally. Um, so it's lovely to see that. Definitely. I can't wait definitely. to see more of the 12th Doctor in series. Now. I can't wait. Well, speaking of the future. Yeah. Series 10 trailer. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. That <laughs> completely took me by surprise. Yeah, totally. I, I mean, I did not expect to get uh, yep. a glimpse of series 10 just yet. Yeah, so. and it feels like now. We've, oh, my it, God. Now it just, I, as when we were watching this, it was hitting us. It was like, we're watching new Doctor Who. And then at the end of yeah. it, it was like, it and here felt, comes a new series of new Doctor Who. It like, felt so new. And, and you, it, it felt like i mean it was so reminiscent of rose yeah like hello i'm bill and love i serve opener. chips love that opener great like yeah. i just immediately immediately i just know i'm sold, sold. i just know what kind of yeah. character she's going to be her gr like her reactions yeah. she's very expressive she um asks questions like yeah. i i can't wait to sort of see uh, uh, she asks questions, but again. more in a sort of Donna way. There's more it's of that. It's true. In it. like, it's true. Yeah. I remember you saying early on, like, is it going to be more Where's Donna? Where's the toilet? I think it, it's looking like it's more Donna. Yeah. I think. Asking so, where yeah. the toilet is in the TARDIS. That's the something that I think we'd all actually genuinely ask quite quickly. And there's like a blue guy, and she goes, "Whoa." Yeah. yeah. Like, whoa, what's that? Oh. I love it. It's like roses. They're just so Rose alien. Meets Donna. I said this. You see I said them, this. And they're just I the think... aliens are so alien. Like it's all genuine, real reactions like that. Yeah. I cannot wait. It looks so good. It all looks so different it and looks so different. much happening and it looks dark brighter. and then historical mm -hmm. and then bright mm -hmm. and then explosions and then fun and yeah. that genuinely made me a little bit emotional watching because it was oh, like, it did. Yeah, I, I feel so excited for New yeah. Doctor Who. Same. I cannot wait. Remember that Remember that bit in the when they announced Pearl and there was that moment where the Doctor looked at Pearl and went, we need to get back to 2017 and it was just sort of that sort of like, was, oh, yeah. it's so far away, but oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. And just like, I had that for the whole trailer. Like, oh my God, it's almost here. See, it is emotional. I think when you're a fan and you care about yeah. Doctor Who and you care about these characters, I think when there are, there are these big shifts and changes yeah. and, and it, these when new, yeah. new companions come in, it makes you emotional. It really yeah. does. It, makes me, it made me emotional. Yeah, totally. Isn't it mad though, with this show that you get, you get moments where you're like, Ah, oh, look at our show that we love them so much, looking so different. Like yeah. some some other shows, you just kind of want it's more of the same old. But this yeah, show is just is, like it looks completely different. Yay! These like, are these are the magical moments that, that yeah, these are the magical moments that that make Doctor Who what it is. I think yeah. and, and keep Doctor Who going. And yeah. and it is this sort of constant like refreshing and regenerating and like you know just and 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 these are the these are the moments that sort of keep me hooked. Yeah. Totally. Definitely. I cannot wait. Series yeah. 10. Series yes, 10. Series 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 10.
Thank you so much, guys, for listening to our podcast. And thank you so much for listening all year. Yeah, thank you. Well, if you're not in a Christmas-induced coma at this point and you're still listening, then please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes or SoundCloud or wherever you're listening. And make sure you subscribe to us as well. Mm -hmm. uh, and we will see you next year. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this BBC Worldwide Digital Studios podcast. For more from Doctor Who The Fan Show, visit youtube.com forward slash Doctor Who.